Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome to I Am Athlete Tonight. And y'all, let me tell you something. They gave the reins, they gave the ball to the point guard, Auntie Chantel, to run the show tonight. We got a couple guys that are out sick, but we're going to go ahead and hold it down. Um, Look. I'm Dr. Chantel Tremontier, former WNBA athlete. Do a little acting on the side, a little producing. Uh, I love the Steelers, and they say that I'm a trick shot goddess, but, you know, I'll, I'll let that up to y'all. You but, ain't owning it? <laughs> no, you I said I'm going to let that up to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But you, that voice that you hear in the background, that's my guy, Omar Kelly, National Media Association's 2021 Florida Sports Writer of the Year, a guy who spent 15 seasons covering the NFL as a beat writer and columnist. You can't tell him a dang thing about Tua. My guy, he's a producer now for I Am Athlete, Omar Kelly. And Omar, we got our guys back in the booth, Pernell, Cliff, and, and Sean. How you doing, my guy? I'm good. I'm good. It, it, we, we've got some challenges today, but we shall overcome, Auntie, as we always do. Um, this isn't the first rodeo for me and you. That's right. Um, and we will produce a good show. We'll have a special guest joining mm-hmm. us a little bit later. But l- l- let me let you do your thing, Auntie. Let me let you we, do your hey, thing. Hey, look, we've got a really good show, like you said today. Look, we're going to recap last night's game, a contest the Arizona Cardinals not only lost, Right, Omar, but they also lost their starting quarterback, Kyler Murray, to an ACL injury. We'll discuss the domino effect that that injury could have. We'll also talk about the unfortunate passing of the great college football coach, Mike Leach, and how the playoff NFL playoff landscape is shaping up. And we'll have our weekly Get It Off Your Chest segment, which allows you, the listeners, to chime in. But look, Omar. I'm ready to get started. I don't know about you, but the one thing is I hate that um, we have to start hey man, off with this. Just just let let it go. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Every, um, everybody yeah. want to talk to Pac-Man. Everybody yeah, wants to hear you know, from Pac-Man. I just, before, you know, yeah, before we start you know, the show, I'm, I'm kind of upset because I couldn't come on the show yesterday and I couldn't. And, and Pac-Man is nowhere to be found. Right. And he got his ass whooped. He got his ass whooped. But look, let me tell you something. We're going to talk about Pac-Man in a minute, all right? Because my heart is hurting today. Um, You know, the college football community, Omar, lost a great one in Mississippi State head coach, Mike Leach, um, who passed away last night from complications of a heart condition. 
He was 61 years young. He spent the last 22 years as a head football coach at Texas Tech, Washington State, and most recently at Mississippi State. And in a statement released by the school today, Leach's family said that he participated in an organ donation <clears throat> at the University of Mississippi Medical Center as his quote unquote final act of charity. The family said we are supported and uplifted by the outpouring of love and prayers from family, friends, Mississippi State University, the hospital staff, football fans around the world. Thank you for sharing in the joy of our beloved husband and father's life. And you know what? I can't talk much about Mike Leach. Um, he was a great football coach. He brought the the air raid right to college football, Omar. But you know what? We have somebody on the line who can talk about him. Um, it is the Mississippi State new women's basketball coach, Sam Purcell. Uh, he was at Louisville uh, for nine years, an amazing assistant coach. He's an amazing recruiter, an amazing man. And there's no one else that I'd rather talk to him about uh, Mike Leach and maybe a little bit of women's basketball. So welcome to the show, Coach. How you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. How's everybody doing? Good under these conditions. I know you're probably mourning right now, um, but uh, uh, so, sorry for your loss. Sorry for your university's loss. Um, and sorry for Mike Leach. You know, I don't know if he really got the respect that he deserves because we talk about the air raid. But Mike Leach really was one of the innovators for the spread for, for the spread offense that has taken over high school, college and the NFL right now. Do you think that he will be remembered and get his just due? A hundred percent, because, it, you know, it definitely is a sad day here. Uh, but the greatest joy that we all can have and those that know Mike are the stories that are being told now uh, and just given an opportunity to truly get to know who, how special that man was. So any time in life when, you know, our time is gone, but you can find ways to talk about someone, and, but just have numerous stories, um, I just think speaks volumes on him and the legacy that he left. Coach, I, t I tell you this, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I was looking at some of the stories of Mike Leach, and I saw one where he told a young man to, he, he was going out on a date, and he was asking Mike about some, um, giving some advice. And Mike said, take the young lady out for a steak dinner. And if she finishes the steak, marry her. And, um, you know, it, it's just that kind of quirkiness that was about him, that the whole, not just the, the basketball, I mean, the football community, but, but the whole athletic community around the country, around the world just loved. And like you said, you know, our time, we don't know when we're going to, when we're when it's going to be up and the funniest thing about life is none of us is going to get out of it alive what it, what is the feeling down there um at mississippi state and also you know we're going to talk a little bit about your young team but but what do you tell these young people after this how, how do you talk to them about about this man we just share the joy of, of what he brought to our lives uh because again i think what's so special about mike leach is he was a guy that you know, especially in that, in that profession, at that level, uh, sometimes the general public just can't get to you. They can't get that opportunity to just sit down with you and just truly have a genuine conversation unless you're giving money to the program. Uh, you got a kid that he's going to coach. Uh, but Mike wasn't that guy. Mike wasn't a guy that, you know, you're seeing pictures of his stool with his name on it in Key West, that he was that guy that you hoping to pull up to at the bar and have a beer with. 
Mike was that guy that um, you would find out that if you know what, it wouldn't surprise you if you had a flat tire that he'd pull over as the head coach and just make sure you're okay. Um, Mike was that guy that you just go to a house and you think you want to, you know, ask for a picture. Uh, right. And not only do you get a picture, he's going to sit there and talk to you for 30 minutes and want to get to know about you when you went up to take the picture to get to know more about him. So, uh, again, I just – I think, again, you know, that's what I share with my team today is it's how you treat people. You know, leave this place mm-hmm. better than you found it, and there's no be- there's no doubt that Mike did that. Now, I wanted to ask you, because everybody has a quirky story about Mike Leach. I could tell you, um, <laughs> yep. b- back when I, I covered the University of Miami, and they were having they were having a head coaching search. I believe this was when uh, Larry Coker was fired. Um, you know, every coach, you know how coach, you know how these coaches lobby for jobs and positions and stuff like that. And lo and behold, I will let you know now, Mike Leach is literally the only coach that ever called me as a beat writer when I covered the University of Miami and was participating in the head coach and was basically saying to me, I want that job. I I do great at that job. Do a little research. This is a head coach calling a beat writer. And from that point, and this was back when he was at Texas Tech, I fell in love with the guy, the personality, the quirkiness, the stories he told. You got any Mike Leach stories to share with Boral? Hey, listen, I do. Uh, so obviously I'm on about my eighth month on this job. And uh, about the third month on it, we did a bulldog tour up and down the state. Me, Chris Jans, our men's coach, and, and Mike Leach. And we go down to Biloxi. All right, and we get there about an hour before we speak. We get out there, and we're working the room, working the tables before we go up and, and talk to the crowd. And uh, I'm sitting at this table by myself, and I ask this couple, hey, where y'all from? They, and they mention back to me, hey, we're from Washington. And I said, the state of Washington? And they're like, yeah. I said, oh, y'all here for Leach. And they were like, you better believe it. So I scream out, which, again, this is why I love Mike Leach, because who does this? Like most coaches, you got to talk to their special assistant, like they yep. the FBI, you know, wheel them in. I'm like, Leach, and he's halfway across the room. I'm like, you got to get over here. You ain't going to believe this. These people drove all the way from Washington. And he's just like, you know, a family member where he's screaming out loud, are you serious? Hold on, here I come. Like, you know, like who does <laughs> that at that position? And we get over there, and he's talking to the group, and he's like, well, is it just you two? And they're like, no, we actually, you know, got a car full of chickens. And he said, you got a car full of chickens? He said, you leave them out in the parking lot? And they're like, yeah, Mike, because we had to come in here and talk to you real quick. He's like, well, we ain't doing that. Let's bring these chickens in. And he's <laughs> trying to find the owner of the, of the restaurant. We're trying to get these chickens out of the car. But, again, that, that's who Mike was. He cared about people. He cared about animals. He cared about life. Uh, he was genuine, and he was easy to approach, and most importantly, he was easy to talk to. So I'll never forget that. Uh, and then I told him, Mike, I said, my goal, he's like a big kid. He had a treehouse, a real-life treehouse. Mm. And I told him, I said, mm. Coach, I said, my goal is I want to come over there and just hang out with you, man, one day and just talk with you and, and get in that <laughs> treehouse. And when we got back that night, I got three little kids. And it was about 11 o'clock, so I had to go home. And uh, his staff was texting me going, hey, Mike, looking for you. You coming over? So, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to the treehouse, but I look forward to that treehouse when when, when my time's up and I know he's in a better place now. Well, Coach, I know this. And I I know I told you I would take a couple minutes, but, you know, we talking stories and things like that. But, But knowing you, 
and having had the, the pleasure of meeting you uh, years ago and knowing you through my college coach, um, you know, I got, I got to bring up a little basketball because, you know, I know that as much as you were excited to be about around Coach Leach, he was excited to be around the energy that is Sam Purcell. And let me introduce again to our listeners to Sam Purcell, first year coach at Mississippi State, not the easiest place to go and coach in uh, women's basketball in the SEC. He comes in with energy, pulls in a hell of a recruiting class, and now he's at seven and two, which no one thought that they would be with a young team. And, you know, people are starting to talk about Mississippi State. You know, basketball isn't just women's basketball. College isn't just about uh, Connecticut's and the and the um, the Texas and Louisiana Techs of the world. We're talking about Mississippi State. And so tell me a little bit about college basketball. In other words, Sam, tell these listeners why they need to tune into Mississippi State women's basketball. Well, well, first and foremost, I've got great young ladies. They love the game. They love it. And I tell you, I ask this in the recruiting question. Do you like basketball or do you love it? And if you love it, then I'm your coach. Um, because we work, we sweat, and we grind. And the work they put in from eight months ago when I've taken the job to – you know, today's practice has been uh, motivating for me and it provides me the energy to go out and, and gas them up because they're doing the work. They, they, they play in defense. They, they getting it done on the offensive end. Uh, we came up with a team slogan this year, why not us? Because uh, there's so many narratives out in college basketball that you mentioned of, of great programs. Uh, but we want to make our own stamp and our own history. Mm -hmm. So we're a team that's right. determined and hungry and, and we try to take it one day at a time. So, but, and another question is as a coach, and I know this, this goes along basketball, this is football, this is any sport, especially in college right now with the NIL deals and, and the, the transfer portals always being open. How do you have to change or how do you need to be as a coach, Sam, different than where it was in, in 2013 when you first got to Louisville? Yeah, for me, I don't. You know, I've been fortunate to work with some of the best coaches uh, who who've ever coached women's basketball. And, and and as much as the game has changed, as much as people read uh, online, you know what? It's about people. This is a people business. Yeah, there are opportunities to make money uh, and do things early. I call it in the rainbow. Yes, um, but I'm trying to I'm trying to make difference in the young women's lives. Uh, you know, put value in their education first and foremost. They're taking that a lot more serious than when we were in school. Uh, those business and math classes, they listen a little bit harder now <laughs> <laughs> with the opportunity right. to make money at an earlier age. Um, so you try to educate them. You try to empower them. Uh, but most importantly, you try to pour into them. Um, because even though college is, you know, four years, um, there's a bigger rainbow at the end of the rainbow here. And, and that's right. what we try to do it here at Mississippi State because there's a lot more money and a lot more opportunities to make when it's done here. But while we're here at Mississippi State for four years, let's make it the best time of our lives. And, and that's what we're trying to do. Well, look, I appreciate you. And, and when we appreciate you, I'm going to have one more question and, and we're going to let you get out of here and get to your holiday party. Um, and uh, my question, we go back to Mike Leach. And and yeah. we and we still we stick on, you know, the fact that he was a, a player's coach. You are a player's coach. Um, and that is kind of where the, the future is going to go in in college coaching. If you were standing in front of the Mississippi State football team today, 
what do you tell these young men? Man, you know what? Go out and love life and, and love the game just like Mike did. You know, Mike was the guy that would wear a Hawaiian shirt on the sideline who thought, you know, he had fashion and he had swag. Uh, but that was his swag. Uh, he would talk to everybody. Uh, there was videos here at Mississippi State uh, that were awesome, just touching, uh, where they talked about when he was in the locker room before the game started, uh, he would walk through the entire locker room and shake every young man's hand and look him in the eye and give him words of encouragement. Um, so if I was in front of the team, I would just say don't lose, a, don't lose fact of those little things uh, that made Mike special and most importantly made his team special. And if you carry on that, there's no, there's no doubt that you all are going to have a successful bowl game uh, come here January. Look, y'all, we are I'm Athlete tonight. This is Chantel Trimitier. I'm with Omar Kelly, and we are with Sam Purcell, the <clears throat> Mississippi State women's basketball head coach. And let me tell y'all something real quick before I let him go. Knowing Sam and having played basketball my whole life and having been recruited to the SEC, if Sam Purcell calls your house and asks to speak to your child, let him speak to her because he is one of those coaches that truly cares about kids on and off the court. And you, you won't regret playing for him. And this is coming from an Auburn grad. You will not regret playing for Sam Purcell. Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, don't eat too much at the at the holiday party, and uh, and 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 good luck for the rest of the season. Hey, I appreciate this opportunity, and happy holidays to you both. Thank, thank you, appreciate thank you. you. Thank you for coming and sharing some of the stories, and then talking about your journey with Mississippi State. Um, you know, it, it it's conversations like that where where you where you kind of learn who Mike Leach was through other coaches, and and the kind of person that he was. And just the stories, right? The stories go on and on and on. And, and the story that you shared, right? That was the first yeah. time I heard it. And there was another young man that was a writer and said, you know, after he he uh, wanted to um, interview Mike Leach one time and and the people at Mississippi State said, you know, we'll see if we can get you 10 minutes. And, <clears throat> and he was sitting in class and he got a telephone call one day and it was Mike Leach. And they talked for two hours about life, it. about fishing, about every about chess yeah. everything and, and at the dinner at the end of the conversation mike says here take yeah, my personal my, cell phone yeah, exactly. number mm -hmm. and whenever you need me call me text me we'll chat and then he shared a couple of the, the text messages on on twitter and and he was just you know he's he's one of those guys that you always rooted for right uh -huh. omar and, and just mm -hmm. a good guy you're making me look up whether I got Mike Leach's number in my phone because I believe we kind of had the similar conversation where I had, you know, we we never because I, I, I'm I'm talking about something that happened probably, good God, 2004, but the man mm. never changed, right. and he, that's the one thing I loved about him, and he was very consistent, and, and everybody always advocated for him to coach coach move up move up to their program when he was Texas Tech. With all those quarterbacks and and my you know Michael Crabtree, mm -hmm. um, people never put respect on the offense that he was running. Right. And we're talking about something two decades ago, and now you take a and and same thing when he was at Washington State, right? Now and Mississippi you, State, yeah. Now you take a look at what type of offenses and the style that most college teams are running, and it's the air raid offense, right? And right. he was a he was a true innovator. He believed in the passing game. He believed in 
in you know the aerial attack, and it led to success and was a true trendsetter in the NFL. Like people give Urban Meyer the credit and, and for 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 implementing the spread offense from Utah and Florida, right. but Mike Leach was doing it a decade before Mike, Urban Meyer did. Mike Mike got there early. Now my question to you, Omar, is, um, <clears throat> does he belong in the college football? Hall of Fame. Now, when I say this, let me let me say this. Uh, one of the criteria is apparently that I read today that you have to have a 60 percent winning percentage. He really? is one game away. He no, was one I game see. away. He was one game away from hitting this 60 percent. Do you is he a Hall of Fame coach? Damn, Auntie, why you had to tell me that? Because I, I am a person where. I'm a believer in the barometers. Mm -hmm. And if there are rules involved that say 60%, I'm I'm not making exceptions. But does does Mississippi State going out and winning the bowl game count Ooh. to his record the last Ooh. game of the season? And does that count to his record? And then then he gets in. Yes. There you go. Because it's always the air raid offense and you know. It would be Look, his coaching staff. In, absolutely. And uh, what's that word? Meritus something. Uh, Emeritus. You, you, yes. He, you, you, you a doctor. So, you know, it. you know. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, We're going to see I what, honor, what I can honor that win. I can honor okay. that win. It's his coaching staff. It's not like they're going to they're going to name somebody interim. It's still his coaching staff. Right. Well, uh, Coach Arnett is, is, is taking over right now down there. We wish everyone down in Starkville. um you know, a, a healthy recovery. And, you know, we're so into getting on these kids and, and going at them on Twitter and, and, and yelling and screaming when they don't play well, or the team oh loses. We just got to make sure at the end of the day that these kids, they go through life too. I'm Jake Mintz. And I'm Jordan Schusterman. And we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast, a Sirius XM podcast. Like Edwin Jackson, the ultimate journeyman, we are hitting the road next week, headed to San Diego for baseball's winter meetings. We're going to be bringing you two episodes a day of in-depth and hopefully entertaining baseball talk. We'll be talking to the biggest names to get answers to the biggest questions, like who will sign Aaron Judge? And will Mike Farah notice that we're using his expense account? Download Baseball Barbacast on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. At Capella University. You'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Hello, welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight, and we got a special guest for this segment. The one, the only, the great Brandon Marshall. And he's going to talk to us about some NFL as we head into week 15. The only team in the NFL that has clinched a spot in the playoffs is the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, and Minnesota Vikings are one win away from doing so as well. But the rest of the postseason picture appears a bit murky when it comes to the seven teams locking up a postseason bid. Now, let's take a look at some of these teams and analyze what's on the horizon for them. Uh, the Ravens and and Bengals share a nine and four record, but only one of those teams is walking away with the AFC North division crown and the automatic bid that comes with it. Now, Omar Kelly and Brandon Marshall, Brandon, I'm going to come to you first Ravens and Bengals. Who do you have your money on? Well, first off, before we even get to the football stuff, let's uh, take care of a little housekeeping. So uh, I appreciate now I'm a guest on uh, the show. Exactly. Um, I thought I was a contributor. No, you a guest um, but, today. And then, Auntie, was, were we supposed to have Shady on the show tonight? You know, we were. And then I was also hoping, you know, I know we talked about it earlier, but I was hoping that we would have gotten Pac-Man on because, you know, we need to have some conversations about him getting his ass knocked out. He wasn't well, well, knocked yeah, you out, know, Auntie. He was, he was knocked, knocked out. He was, he was knocked down. out into the. He was knocked into the ropes. You know what I'm saying? And 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 look, if a football to. player who talks as much trash as as Pac-Man talks, like I said earlier, right, Omar? Um, you better back it up. And when you get knocked down, you get knocked the hell out. And that's what he got <laughs> from me. So anyway, but, and I wanted to make I you feel auntie, special, but- Brandon. I wanted to make you feel special. How many times are you a guest on your own mm-hmm. show? Like that, you know. I thought I would, you know, hype you up a little bit. Well, listen, it, it, I, I do feel special. You always make me feel special, um, you know, w- once a month, you know, <laughs> after you knock me down 20, 25 times a month. Absolutely. But Merry do, Christmas. You find a way. I, I appreciate it. But the reason why I brought up Shady is because Shady uh, is now taking, you know, your little trick, right? You know, uh-uh. we went through a, a little a little month where it was like, Auntie is sick again. Auntie got COVID. Let's make this clear. Auntie never had COVID. Auntie was oh, under yeah, the auntie. weather a little bit. You know, auntie's dealing with... Well, she had, had a Rona it. now. You was giving her the... You gave her the Rona. Auntie never had the Rona. No, auntie <laughs> never had the Rona. Yeah, don't give me the Rona. Don't, don't, don't do me like that. Like, don't, you know, don't, don't give me the Rona. Come on now, Brandon. But yeah, Shady is being a little bit shady. Uh, not being on tonight. And I know he listening. But, uh, you know, I'm gonna let him slide a little bit. But and, you know, also then we can talk about, you know, Pac-Man not only getting knocked out, but but what's going on with his Bengals. So, you know, look, the Ravens mm. and the Bengals. Let's get back to football, Brandon. That's what you love. That's what you do best. Let's talk about football. Who Bengals, you got? OK. Bengals are the hottest team in the NFL, right, Brandon? Uh, well, I can't say they're the hottest team. Ugh, man, the Eagles, right? You can't discredit right. what they've been doing all year. And sometimes we forget to talk about teams like that when you start off hot and you maintain that. Um, I, I, I think I made the statement a couple of weeks ago that the Bengals is the hottest team right now. Um, but I, I want to clarify, I think they're the most 
in the AFC, they're the most dangerous team. Mm. Joe Burrow is special. Now, obviously, this past weekend, uh, Boyd and Higgs went down, so I don't know what the status of them coming into this weekend. But, man, they found a way without Jamar Chase. No, don't forget that this team was in the Super Bowl last year. All right. And their offensive line play is better. So they'll figure it out with their guys being beat up. But fully healthy, yeah, they're the scariest team. You know, you gotta you gotta respect what they did last year. You gotta respect how they've changed things around after the start of this year. The first couple of games of the season was like, ah, oh, what the hell is going on with the Bengals? But the Bengals, <clears throat> they're like that. Mm. And it starts with Joe. It starts with Joe. And, and Omar, we were there on the go. I am actually on the go. We stopped in Cincinnati. We sat down with them. What makes them special is that they were in the Super Bowl last year. Jamar Chase burst on the scene. You know, some people are saying, asking the question, is he the best receiver in the league, right? And then you have Boyd, one of the best uh, slot receivers. And then you have T. Higgs, who in a lot of systems could be the number one wide receiver. And he had a tremendous uh, uh, he has, he has, he's had tremendous games when Jamar was down. But what makes them special is they're just dudes. We sat around the, the the lunch table, and they're just dudes. They have humility. And that to me, that leans into chemistry. That leans into continuity because, you know, that's everything. Talent only takes you so far. The way they operate, the way they hang out together, that's why this team is so special. Well, Brandon, you talk about consistency and and quarterbacks and things like that. Another team that is going to be huge coming out of the AFC. Um, there's going to be right there at the end with everybody, of course, is the Kansas City Chiefs. And they obviously it was it was closer than it probably should have been this past weekend against Denver. But, um, you know, you you can't knock who I think right now is the um front runner for MVP Patrick Mahomes but talk a little bit about both Kansas City and as we talk AFC powerhouses we talk about the Buffalo Bills right they're still the Bills um they still can play and and you know Josh Allen gets a familiar face back and Cole Beasley um is coming back this week and 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 coming out of retirement to help try to do a an Odell Beckham coming at, at the end of the season to help the squad or T.Y. So, Hilton or T.Y. Hilton, like, what do you think, Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> and Buffalo Bills? Tell us a little bit about them. Sometimes we don't talk about the Chiefs enough, right? Because, like, there's an expectation around this team that they're going to be in a Super Bowl or they're always contenders. Patrick Mahomes, like you said, um, he's having probably his best year. If you compare the numbers from his MVP year, he's doing that. Um, what makes them dangerous is the offense, right? You know, you lose Tyreek Hill, and, we, and we've talked about this. Everybody's talked about this the first part of the season, but what's going to happen to this offense? And look where they're at. They found a way. Uh, but what makes them dangerous and special is that they can score any damn minute, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you still have, I mean, Travis Kelsey who could go down as the best tight end, especially definitely from a pass, pass-catching standpoint, right? So he's special. He always finds a way. He's aging and he's getting more graceful and, and better. And he talks about, like, I don't know what the hell he'd be talking about, like, stretching <laughs> or some shit. Like, <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about, you know, why he's still able to do what he's able to do. But the guys around Patrick Mahomes is rallying, right? Those two make that offense go. And then you have who Shady always talks about, Andy Reid, right? That's you know, is it 
the guys that's on the field, are they the Chico or is it Andy Reid, right? And you put all of them together, you have something magical. And don't forget about Spags on the defensive side. Like, Spags right. always had, like, defense where it could be bend but don't break. You know, their times are going to look terrible, but then when they really need it, they could have a game where they show up as the best defense in football. Uh, this team is special. Um, they are the top dogs. That's what it is, right? The Bengals, they, although the Bengals, uh, you know, had these last two years where they dominate and they just beat the Chiefs, right? They beat them the last three times it, they played them. I know, I know, but like, damn, does Burrow have Patrick Mahomes' number? I don't know. I'm, it's I'm tough to like beat a team four times. Huh? Yeah, it's tough to beat a team four times in a year. So, you know, that'll be that'll be interesting. Omar, what, what do you have? Let, let, let's go to the bottom of the AFC in terms of the teams trying to, to, to get into those final two spots. You got Miami at eight and five, suffering two straight losses. You got the New England Patriots who just beat the Arizona Cardinals to get into that final seventh spot at seven and six. And the Chargers who are seven and six, along with the Jets who are seven and six. Of those four teams, which two do you see securing those final two spots in the AFC playoffs? Give it to me again. Oh, My, give me those Miami, New England, Chargers, and Jets. Okay, so I don't – I think the uh, – I, mean, I hate to say it this way because I love ty- the year that Tyreek's having. I even love what's Tua, what Tua has been able to accomplish this year um, outside of these last two games. But they've shown that they're pretenders. So I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins out. Um, mm-hmm. And they had the opportunity to go up, go up against, like Indu says this all the time, two really good defenses, two really good teams, and the Chargers and the 49ers, and we saw the outcome. Uh, the Jets, I, I, I feel like, and I'm not being a homer here, I feel like the Jets is going to find a way through that defense to, 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 to stumble into the playoffs. I think you're being a homer. That's 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 no. some good that's some good calls and and you know with me Oops. also you got to think about those Ravens if they don't if they don't get Lamar Jackson back like they're they're going to be in for a fight too but I tell you this look cuz I know Brandon we only got you for a few so we got to head over to the to the AFC I mean to the NFC right right now you got <clears throat> you know you got the Minnesota really Vikings over there yeah, you got the Minnesota Vikings, you got the Philadelphia Eagles, you got the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you 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 just got team after team, the, the Washington Commanders, you got the New York Giants. Who is going to be your surprise mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. NFC? Great question. Auntie, Don't forget the Seattle Seahawks. Auntie, Auntie, Seattle. Auntie, where are we from? Where are we from, Auntie? I'm from Atlanta. I'm from Pennsylvania, though, so... I'm from Pennsylvania, Where are you so from? for me, who's the team? Who's the team? I mean, my team is the Steelers, but but okay, we're in the NFC the right Steelers now. Too. We're in my, the NFC yeah, right now, though. Stay with me. Stay with me. Come stay on, with me. 2005, right? Who won the Super Bowl? The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers, but and they came on. out as a. They came out. The 2005 came out as uh, a wild card team. Yes, yes. Remember, they were they're seven and five. Sitting at seven and five, and they went on this legendary run. Went up to Chicago, beat the Chicago Bears, won four or five games in a row. You, you're right. Wild card, went to the Super Bowl, beat the Seattle Seahawks. Right. I always look at that season um, as like 
a, a moment to really look at every year, like who's going to be that that dark mm. horse, like you just said. Mm. Okay. Right. All right. So who, you who do you have off? sitting with seven wins in the NFC? Who's going to be that dark horse? Giants. Washington Seattle. Commanders. No. Oh, stay right there. Oh, no. The Giants. Listen, great. Love what Brian Dayball has done. He was my offensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. But I don't think they're going to contend. I don't think they're going to make it. Uh, but the Commanders. The Commanders. Mm. I love. I love the quarterback. Really love that quarterback. He's 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 special in his own way. Not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. Not saying he's Joe Burrow. But I like him. He has a he has an umph about him. Um, the the defense, that front four, right. that front four, that defense, they're really good. They, they're special. They remind me of the San Diego Chargers back in the day where they actually covered for the lack of in the back in the secondary. And then they also have Chase Young returning soon. So they're going to get better and stronger. Right. So I think that's the team that could potentially be the dark horse. But I think there's other things, right? Like who you don't want to let in the Green Bay Packers. Don't let Aaron Rodgers in the dance. He can't get to the tournament. If you do, they could be uh, disruptive to a lot of people. Um, and then I also think that the Dallas Cowboys, right, like the Eagles, go back to week three. I, th- I feel like I was the only one, and everybody laughed at me. I said, the Eagles, if they stay healthy, they'll be in the Super Bowl. Point blank. Well, I'll tell you everybody this. Everybody laughed at me. We're, we're, this is I Am Athlete Tonight. This is Chantel Trimeteer with Omar Kelly and our special guest, and contributor, and host, and everything else. CEO, uh, wide boss receiver, C- CEO, uh, pastor, uh, chef, Brandon Marshall. <laughs> but but I tell you, a team, my team, who I think not is hasn't been a dark horse, but will now become that dark horse uh, if they can rally around this young quarterback. Is I am impressed with Brock mm. Purdy and no San Francisco 49ers at Debo Samuels. You know, his, his injury isn't as bad as, as they thought it was. Thank goodness. Um, and Christian McCaffrey just looks like a dog. I mean, and and mm-hmm. you know, this young kid look Mr. Irrelevant, right? He went in and and totally they dominated Tampa Bay. You know, I'm not gonna say he beat Tom Brady because we're doing the whole, you know quarterback versus quarterback but that's a dangerous team brandon and omar right I, I i agree listen i'm in new york right now and um you know i was on the set today of inside the nfl we had this segment about the nfc playoff pitcher and um the 49 the 49ers one of the things that i said is like listen it is what it is brock is the quarterback of the future for the 49ers and it's another statement. People are going to look at me and say, oh, you're jumping the gun. You're moving too fast. We need to see more. I mean, this is Kirk Cousins. If you're okay with Kirk Cousins, then you're you're going to be okay with Brock Purdy. Right. This dude is, this dude is special. So I, I agree with you there. And, and the cool thing about him and how he contributes to this team is that it's always about the defense and also the system of the offense. I grew up in that offense with Coach Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan obviously came after. He's the reason why I got drafted when I did. He called his pops and said, and I always tell this story, I always want to show him love when I get an opportunity. Hey, Dad, if you don't, if you don't draft Brandon Marshall, you might as well cancel Christmas. I'm not coming. Mm. You need to take it. He was a wide receiver coach at the Houston Texans at the time. So um he's the quarterback of the future, Auntie. This defense is legendary. And then offensively, they can beat you so many different ways. And so he's done a great job of not only managing the offense, but making the plays when he needs to make plays like big plays. Like, okay, right. damn, he really put the ball there. You know, oh, he really took that shot. 
And the thing, Auntie, I love the most about Brock is, the, go back to the first game, is the confidence. Like, who are you, dude? You know, who are you, come out here? Who, are you, who are you, dude, to come out here? And, yeah, okay, you, you feel then you made these plays, but then you fist pumping and you're doing a little – the gun signals and you 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 bumping heads with your offensive linemen. As a player, you know what that tells me is that this kid has the moxie. He has the flair. Right. <laughs> you know well, I know one for one thing. What's what's gonna give us some flair is this NFL playoffs. And before we let you go, Brandon, real quick. Let's go. Let's go to thirty. Right? Let's go to thirty. Let's keep going. Let's go another seven. Okay, you want to go some more? Okay. Yeah, because um, yeah, you know that you know it's like as a guest on the show, it's like I I, I it feels good to be a guest. Sometimes. You're welcome. It, so, it, but but my, my question is this. December 13th, 2022, three months before the Super Bowl, who is your pick to be in the Man. Super Bowl? Who wins it? And who is MVP? Ready, set, go. Yeah. Damn, Auntie, like we just entered into cream season. Hey, you know, you you know what? Edelman always says it's cream season. Football but the cream always rises to the like, top, to... and sometimes it rises a little bit early. So let's, <laughs> let me see what your cream is early. Come on, nephew. Okay, so listen. Damn. So I'm gonna go with. Mm. I'm a, I, like. Look, go I on, talked about. I wanted to talk about the Cowboys and how this could be the year. We've been talking about it for 25 years. Like <laughs> this is the year. This is the year they dominate the offseason. They dominate, right? Like Jerry's been he's been able to create this like fandom around this team, but they don't win nothing. But I think this could potentially be a year for them. Do you think um, T.Y. Hilton I also helps? like the 49ers. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. You're, you're I, I telling me who T. you T. like. No, no, no. I'm telling, I want to know who you picking. The Eagles, the Eagles. I'm trying to get, the, I'm trying to make the, it suspenseful a little bit. No, the, Eagles, the, Eagles, I think I, the Eagles, the Eagles, well, it's, it's going to be suspenseful anyways, because it's only December 13th. So you picking the Eagles and to come AFC? out of the NFC? Who's your AFC team? Okay, AFC, AFC team. Damn it. Does Joe Burrow own Patrick Mahomes is the question. Mm. The Bills, you lose Vaughn Miller, but I still don't think that's an excuse. I think that Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, a lot of those guys train at House of Athlete, but I got to keep it real, got to be honest. <laughs> Good no luck, excuse. No excuse. Yeah, you know, like how the house of athlete. I love it. No excuse. Get it done. Get it done. Right. Um, it was fireworks. Buffalo Bills and the Chiefs last year it was beautiful. It was one of the most amazing games, okay, ever. But like, it's going to come down to. I, I truly believe it's going to come down to Patrick Mahomes and and uh, Joe Burrow. I really believe that, and I think that. Ooh, <laughs> Auntie, why you do this to me? Come on, that's why what you, you get coming on me, as a guest. Damn. I, actually, I, I want to rewind. I don't think it comes down to the Kansas, Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I actually think it comes down to Josh Allen and um, Joe Burrow. And mm. I think that, and I think that Josh Allen finds a way to get into the Super Bowl. Mm, okay, so now you got the now you got the Bills and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Who wins? Who takes home the Lombardi? I just don't think that the Philadelphia Eagles have any weakness because you know a lot of people say the only weakness in Achilles' heel is the 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 the, the run defense. 
But I think that's a mentality, that's a mindset. And I think when you get into this part of the season and you get into playoffs, you have those guys that's going to say, you know what, we know we got to stop this run. Right now they're having fun. we got big leads. We're taking off early in these games, and we're pitting our ears back, and we're trying to go get sacks. That's what they want to do. If, if they're playing the Bills, they don't to, have to defend the run. That's true. Right. That's Bills, true. Bills don't even run it. Yeah, so but, you think but, the but Eagles? I say all that to say that I don't think the Eagles have – I think the Eagles win because I don't think they have a weakness, to be honest with you. They don't have a weakness. They don't. So what is we're putting win? your money down on the Eagles to beat the Bills. You heard it first here December 13th on I Am Athlete Tonight with Brandon Marshall. You know Marshall. what I'm going to do, Auntie? Hmm. You know what I'm going to do? What you going to do? We just launched this partnership with FanDuel. I'm going to put $100,000 on the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl. You putting $100,000 on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl? Through FanDuel Sportsbook. Woo! Y'all heard it here. Our new partner, FanDuel. FanDuel, thank you, you so heard much, it. FanDuel. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.